Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui with me, Candace, where I'll teach you classical feng shui, taking out the myths and superstition. So if you'd like short feng shui tips, as well as fun folklore tales, I think you'll enjoy learning feng shui with me. Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui with me, Candace. Hope you enjoyed last week's Folklore Friday where we featured Shelby's tale about the um, Okiku and the Nine Plates. Today we're gonna visit with Ginny and we're gonna talk about a bunch of different things. So we feature her tale today, which is about the girl in the gap, but we also talk about cryptid cracker bags and why I started doing Folklore Friday. Enjoy today's episode. I am so excited about this. All right. Her um, tells are the best, y'all. I have to jump in and say that. Like, she enthralls me every week. They're not. They're okay. <laughs> All right. So I, I listened. I, I enjoy your podcast. Yeah. I, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to Japan as well. Um, and this one is just, it's scary. I don't know. It's scary to me. All right. This is known as the girl from the Gap. And not like Gap department store, but <laughs> Darn. stick with me. Right. <laughs> she is described as a very slender young female ghost, middle, middle school aged, probably. Um, she's sometimes holding an ice pick Ooh. and there are very few actual descriptions of her. So it's a little bit vague. Um, witnesses tend to not make it once they've seen her. So, I mean, nobody wants to talk about her if you do. And that just makes her a little bit scarier, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, so she's said to exist in your home in the no. gaps. Nope. I know, right? In the gaps. So, you know, the gaps between your furniture and the wall, cracks in a like a closet door or a drawer that's just propped oh, open just I a tiny like sliver. I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. So those dark slivers of, you know, shadows in your home, in everyone's home, everywhere. There she is. Yep. There she is. Oh. So most of the time though, you don't know that she's there. She's happy just to exist you know, in a quiet, dark space in the chosen home that she's in. Um, you can normally go about your daily business, your day-to-day, -day, you know, everything that you need to do without even thinking twice about her. Her victims, though, are mostly unaware that she exists, but you always have that small feeling like you're being watched or, you know, this uneasy like feeling as you're falling asleep. Maybe you see something out of your peripheral, things oh. like that. <laughs> goosebumps. Right, right. Um, so when she does decide to make herself known, she peeks out from the gap and makes eye contact with you. So the photos, and I know they're just like artist renditions of this, but are the creepiest dang things. They're so scary looking. And once eye contact is made, she asks, want to play a game of hide and seek? And if you say yes, then the game starts. And if you make eye contact, or, eye contact with her again, then the hider is now the found. And her prize for finding you is that she may do with you as she pleases. Oh, come which on. Which basically means a trip straight to hell or maybe another dimension. But, you know, you're never seen again, right? So then she just has the whole dark, creepy place to herself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. yep. That's and fair. this causes some people to believe that she may be a demon more than a ghost. And, you know, kind of not your run-of-the-mill ghost, maybe? I don't know. Um, and although this is a Japanese tale, it... Uh, you know, started there, but she can be in any house, anywhere, in any country. So that makes her pretty scary. She's always yeah. watching you. 
Okay, one of my favorite things that I love to do on the podcast is find ways to get rid of these ghosts or to avoid them because they're always super fun. We okay. have a whole cryptid cracker bag, y'all. We do, yes. And I'll explain that to y'all after Jenny's tale. <laughs> Please tell But it's the thing. Everyone needs one of their own. <laughs> Definitely. All right, so to get rid of the girl from the gap, you just don't play her game. You can say no to hide and seek, of course, right? Consent is everything. <laughs> um, but you have to say it politely. Be nice to her. And if you do say no, some say that she still considers you playing her game. Um, but at that point, you just have to hope that you don't make eye contact with her again. So, you know, most Japanese tales I found have this like darned if you do, darned if you don't thing. There's always a way to get you. Like there's always a loophole for the ghost to get you. And mm. in this case, send you straight to hell. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, the best advice though, I think is mind the gap. Just mind the gaps in your home. Uh, keep your doors closed. Keep your drawers pushed in. Furniture flush against the wall. Things like that to avoid the dark, creepy shadows. All of the lamps. <laughs> All of them. Or All the time. lamps, they work. Yeah, yeah. Lots and lots of lamps, y'all. <laughs> and um, don't dangle your feet outside your blanket. I know this is big for most people. There yes. are so many people that are just afraid to leave their foot out of the blanket or a hand. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, I can. <laughs> I'm not scared. <laughs> um, but she may be hiding under the gap um, under your bed or the little tiny sliver between your mattress and the box spring. Oh, gosh. So you never know. Be careful. Um, and just think of how many gaps are in your house. Oh, tons you know, and tons, tons. So this tale is um, said to play on the fear of tight spaces or even monsters, you know, sneaking out from your closet or under your bed. And while you're sleeping, especially, or in the dark, because that's when you're most vulnerable, right? Um, so there isn't a whole lot to this tale, but I think this is like one of the scariest legends that I've ever come across. Yeah. It, it terrifies me. Not that I believe in her necessarily or, you know, think that she is going to come ask me to play a game. I don't necessarily think that, but there are gaps everywhere and you never really know what's like lurking, lurking in the corner. In the corner. Exactly. Yeah. And I never found out why she has an ice pick. So that's pretty odd too. Um, let's see. So, another, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never could find it out, but it was in every single rendition of the, of the legend. So maybe there's a point to it. I don't know. Ice picks have to be pretty terrifying too. Like, I mean, it just is one of those things where the only thing I can picture when I picture an ice pick is somebody stabbing their eyeball. <laughs> I don't know why that's the first thing yeah, that comes to my brain. actually uses them to pick an ice, right? Right. No. Nobody does that. No. It's all eyeballs <laughs> with an ice pick. Yes. <laughs> And so the main, you know, one of the main threads in here is the feeling of somebody watching you and, you know, maybe it's an intuition, maybe it's just your subconscious knows that somebody's there or something is there. Um, there was like, I found this article that science kind of explained this away as your eyes, um, react slower than your brain. And so your eyes are seeing things or wait, maybe I got that backwards. Um, but your eyes are seeing things and it's like bouncing around the signal in your brain and your brain is not trying process, to catch up. Yes, is not processing it as fast as you're seeing things. So whenever you think you see a shadow out of your peripheral, it's really not. Or maybe it is, and you're just still trying to process it. Ooh, that makes it worse. <laughs> right? That makes it so right. much worse. So I I'm believe catch that my hair, like, <laughs> right? like yes, or your earrings. <laughs> yeah. So you know, maybe ghosts and demons do lurk in the shadows of your home. I know that if I was a young ghost, I'd be wanting to play games too. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and it sounds like the girl from the Gap might 
you know, she may turn things into a portal from hell, but she also is the reigning hide and seek champion. So scoot over Bigfoot, the girl from the gap gets it. That will work. Yeah. The first thing that came to mind when you were saying the gaps and trying to put everything flush against the wall is that my sister was showing me how awesome the Ikea furniture is because it has a little cutout for the baseboard. So it goes flush against the wall. And so if you don't want to see the millimeter woman or the, the woman in the slit, I've heard her called the millimeter woman too. You have to buy furniture from <laughs> Ikea <laughs> to combat. I was wondering if there was a feng shui aspect to it as I was you know, revisiting the tale. I was like, I bet this has... Something too. That makes a lot of sense. Ikea's on something. Just to get the Ikea shelves. <laughs> yeah, she was right. like, it goes flush against the wall, you know. <laughs> yes, okay, so it's a cryptid cracker bag. Um, I, yeah, so um, I was in EMS for several years, and um, just some of my partners and friends at the station and stuff were always talking about having a cracker bag. And I'm like, what in the heck is a cracker bag? Like, I don't really understand. And so they were telling me that that's like a go bag, right? So it's like a medical bag where you're going to keep, you know, all of your stuff that you might need in your car or out hiking or, you know, on a camping trip, whatever. So that really interested me because I'm always camping and hiking and stuff. And so I'm like, I need and a she's cracker bag. really prepared. Oh, I'm like <laughs> the most of prepared people. It's kind of ridiculous. Very. <laughs> so I started my cracker bag, right? Like just my regular old cracker bag. And it is a thing that has grown to this day. Jenny laughs at me if we ever take a trip because I'm like, well, we have to have space for the cracker bag. Like, and, and it's, it's huge. It's huge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's it's a, a whole situation like Hermione's so, suitcase on Harry Potter <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's a whole thing so then we started talking um you know on the podcast about you know different ways to get rid of cryptids or demons or ghosts or you know yeah. all of these different things have a way to get rid of them nine times out of ten it's like holy water or salt salt or you know all these you know random little things yeah. that you can use and so it became a joke on our podcast about, you know, we've got to make a cryptid cracker bag to where we are always prepared if we run yes. into any of these things. So we are up to like a Nerf gun, like a little water gun full of holy water. Yes. Blessed by your local priest, yes. of course. Always <laughs> blessed by the local priest. And um, we, of course, you've got a salt shaker in mm -hmm. there and like just several things through all of you know, our tells and stuff, you'll hear us like, oh, got to add that to the cryptid yep, cracker definitely. bag. <laughs> got to keep it away. <laughs> so we have like a whole cryptid situation. <laughs> like it's, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. But it works, That's right? Awesome. Yeah. I mean, so you're prepared if you come across anybody. So what do you have to combat the, the woman in the slit? I wonder what. <laughs> a flashlight. We definitely yeah, have a flashlight, flashlight in there. That's <laughs> one <laughs> cracker bag already. Blinders. <laughs> <laughs> Some beer goggles, maybe. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Meter. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's too creepy. I love that one. <laughs> but that's that's amazing. So the cryptic cracker bag, I love it. So I think we should all make, I think I have a feng shui cracker bag because I don't, sometimes, um, I, I know when I first started doing feng shui, I had like, actually, I have it right here. Have, have you ever used Florida water? I just have it sitting <laughs> It's I have heard of it. I've never oh, yeah. What is it's it? Just, it's, um, it's a shaman. It's, it really, it's a cologne. It's just a cologne you could oh. buy at Walmart. It comes in a big, a tall bottle. It just says Florida water. 
but it's actually used by shaman because of the the um the um, oils in it so it's like orange oil and like you know like patchouli and so there's all these different um uh, fragrances inside of it and so a shaman usually will use it when they're doing like a clearing and so i would always have like my little <laughs> My, I would have my feng shui cups, and then I would have my little Florida water. And when I would leave people's homes, I'm just working virtually right now. But when I would leave people's homes, I would just spray my, you know, myself with Florida water to clear myself off before I. One of the things that I, I always tell people when I start, um, or when I, I guess when I started my folklore Fridays, which this will be on, and. Um, I I came to doing these tales because in my feng shui, you know, um, journey, I guess, and doing my tips for feng shui, I would come across all these weird stuff. And um, it's really not outside too far of the realm of feng shui. It actually, feng shui actually originate from burial. The belief was that in, in China is that they, the feng shui masters would find an ideal burial spot that was... Um, like auspicious location, and that would actually affect your um, descendants' luck. And so, uh, you know, it's not really too far outside the realm to think, you know, let's talk about feng shui for, you know, something weird. And there's all kinds of feng shui stuff, like feng shui, you know, if, if for, you know, you can tell if a house is haunted if it's, you know, too many plants covering it. And there's all kinds of stuff like that. Well, ladies, it was so, so fun. <laughs> I really enjoyed this. Um, thank you so much for, um, for um, joining me today and even through our technical difficulties and everything like that. And All right, guys, I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And I thank the ladies from Wives Tales podcast for joining me. I really had a lot of fun talking to somebody else and not just talking to myself. So again, a big thank you to them. Make sure you support their work. I put all the links below, you know, go check them out, check out their podcast because they're just two really fun ladies and they have a really fun podcast. So I um, thank you for joining me today and I hope you go check out their work and support them. And of course, if you have any questions for me, you can always message me, Feng Shui by Candace.com and go check out the full video on YouTube to get all the extras, the tale of the haunted item, as well as a couple extra stories. I also feature my favorite topic, which is childhood demon gates, which I've talked about here before, but I talk a little bit more. So you guys have a great weekend and I'll catch you guys next week.